Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It's a place to reconnect with your authentic self, to discover your voice of inner wisdom, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal wisdom, spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello, my sacred friend. I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, today we are going to talk about change. This is such a big topic. <laughs> there are so many facets to it, um, but it's a big one that, and you know, it's one that warrants some conversation. I feel like we could have many episodes diving into the different facets, um, but we're really gonna just kind of keep it to today. We're gonna dive in in this conversation and um, and talk about change. Uh, we're going to talk about what is required within us. Uh, um, how do we cultivate and nurture change within our lives? How do we navigate both the celebration and the challenge that comes with change? How do we really integrate it and fully live into the changes that are activated or, or being activated within us at this time? And then how do we support others as they grow, change, transform, and rise? How can we show up for others in meaningful ways? This is such a big piece of this conversation. And it's incredibly important because I think as we consider our own experiences of creating change in our lives, we can probably draw up a couple good stories or experiences where we've stopped our moving forward, our journey of change in one way or another because of something that unfolded with a loved one, whether it was a friend, a family member, a colleague, a peer, you know, whatever, whoever that other person is, right, that uh, maybe popped up some feedback that um, just triggered us in the right way and caused us to pause. This happens a lot. And this is actually one of the, one of what I find to be the greatest challenges in creating change and living into the change that we know we want to make in our own lives. I think it's the thing that stops a lot of us. And, you know, if this is something that's resonating for you, I want to invite you to really pay attention. I want to invite you to um, listen in as we sink deeper into today's conversation. 
So this topic of change is coming up in a couple different ways for me. Um, first, I think I've been, you know, alluding to some changes that are unfolding in my world and that are unfolding in my business and the ways that those want to be rippled and expressed. <laughs> I think that has been um, a part of the conversation. I think I've been um, sharing that uh, as we near episode 100, we are also nearing a point of change and a bit of a pivot um, within this podcast, uh, within the work that I've been doing. Um, you know, I think a lot of the pivots have in my, in my work have been unfolding, but, um, there are some other pieces that are, are coming together. Um, like for example, there, we're making some changes on my website, uh, to, um, bring everything together and unify the energy um, of the different programs and services and products and stuff like that that I offer. Rather than having them on multiple separate sites, they're all going to come together. This is super exciting, but it's also a big back-end process. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, so there's changes happening there uh, and, and other things around that. Um, and then as well as ways that um, my soul is really excited to to share itself to uh, kind of pivot a little bit and um, anchor into or express how about this express um, the the things that have been unfolding within so um, <laughs> it's funny because I've been using episode 100 as kind of that uh, transition point for myself like okay we're gonna hit episode 100 and, and then um, some of the changes will be unfolding in an external way and I find it kind of interesting because there's a couple things happening um, that collectively that kind of, you know, reflect this or support it. And I, I didn't do this in a conscious way, but it is interesting to me that it naturally unfolded because I do really um, try to align my energy with the seasons and the natural creative cycles because there's a momentum that is unfolding around us. And if we can flow with that, it creates more ease. It's just a, a one of the things that I've come to know as I've really paid attention to moon cycles, seasonal cycles, um, and how that unfolds within my own life. So here we are on the cusp of spring. Yes, spring equinox is on Sunday the 20th. We also have a full moon, the Virgo full moon um, on, <laughs> on the 18th, which is a great full moon. Um, wonderful for structure and, and systems and organizing things and ooh, lots of good stuff, creating foundations, earth connection. Yes, so great. Um, so we have, we have this full moon, we have the spring season, we're approaching the spring season. And one of the things that begins to happen when we are flowing with the spring, with the natural rhythms of the seasons is that um, in winter, we, we take a journey within, we are reflective, there's um, an, like a natural aspect to nurturing and cultivating change on an internal level. As we move into spring, and then into summer, that internal change that has been nurtured and, and cultivated begins to be naturally 
expressed in the outer world. And that happens with more and more um, energy as we move into spring and then into summer. And, um, you know, on the simplest, you know, most basic description, um, spring is kind of that birthing or rebirthing, and then summer is full expression, and then fall goes through that um, beginning, that death cycle, and internal journey again, winter all the way in, and then rebirth in the spring, and then expression, um, full expression in summer. So there's like this natural like cycle that unfolds, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've been feeling this within myself, this desire to begin uh, expressing things on an external level more and more. But I've also noticed something else happening within. And that something else has been resistance. And so I was having a conversation maybe like, I don't know, almost two weeks ago with my, um, my mentor, my shamanic mentor. And she was, you know, we were trying to kind of pinpoint things. And gosh, you know, I kind of felt like my energy was jumping around to different places. You know, she's like, well, you know, what's, what's really trying to help me unearth? What's the emotion? What's the source of the emotion? that I'm feeling and the the resistance that I was feeling. And resistance, when we talk about resistance, it shows up in a lot of different ways. It can show up in the form of boredom, um, fear, insecurity, doubt, procrastination. Yeah, all of those are expressions of our own resistance. And underneath resistance, Underneath that is something like an old story, an old pattern, something that's there's something living there <laughs> that is really actually looking for our attention. And if we give it attention, if we listen, if we pay attention, we we nurture, we do the healing that perhaps it's inviting us to do, that is when we begin to create the space that we need so that we can actually move forward. So we were getting curious, we were exploring lots of different options, we were <laughs> different options, different storylines, different themes, different threads of energy. And uh, as we as we dug into those, um, we could feel that certain things were alive. and um, but there were also like there was kind of this like, uh, I don't know if maybe confusion energy, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but there was an energy there that we were just like not really sure about. And so we decided, you know, it might be time to just do another, do a session. And so she's like, you know what, I'll journey on this and you do a little reflection. And she had some other homework that I needed to do. So dove into the other homework. And after I did that, a whole flood of insight and thought came forward. And so I typed it all up and I sent it off and she wrote back to me and she's like, this is what I think you need to do. And she gave me this cleansing practice to do. And essentially it was a seven day energetic cleanse, a really big, deep dive, energetic cleanse, big. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say big? Let's say big again. Um, this was something, this was a totally new practice for me. Um, absolutely 
powerful, like deeply, deeply powerful. And I'm not going to dive into what that practice was because that's not what this episode is about. But I am going to talk about what began to come up for me as I began this deep dive of a cleanse, of this energetic cleanse. So what happened was that my awareness was brought back um, almost 20 years um, to the very beginnings of my what I'm what I refer to as my spiritual journey. Um, ultimately, I think I've always been on a spiritual path. Um, but what I refer to is the time where I began to have an awareness around energy work that is different from the exposure that I had through my Catholic upbringing. So like when that this this pivot of um, experience began to happen, and I look at that as a point of really significant awakening. So basically what happened throughout this cleanse is that uh, I found myself tracking back through different experiences that unfolded. Now, I think saying that these past 19, 20 years, um, a sense of that awakening experience, I think I have pivoted in my life and in my work and in um, my expression of myself. The amount of change that has unfolded during this time has been significant. And along the way, there have been a lot of like really amazing experiences, but they've also been met with incredible challenges. And so what I found was coming up for me through this cleanse was that I was revisiting the points of challenge, the points where um, I, I found myself greatly, greatly challenged. Now, Initially, as, as this process started out, I, f- I found the places where I had a lot of emotion and grief and sadness around maybe the ways things unfolded. Um, maybe they didn't unfold in ways that, you know, in the wisdom that I have now, I, I probably would have navigated it differently. And so I really, in that cleansing process, honored and acknowledged and gave myself the space to to grieve some of the sadness that I had, to recognize the emotions that were, were present and to honor them. And so I gave myself a little space around that. But then as I continued through this cleansing process, I began to have the awareness that I was through each of those experiences, I was cultivating the capa- my own capacity to trust my own inner voice. I was giving myself permission to honor my own inner voice, even when it didn't match the expectations of others, even when it didn't look like what someone else thought maybe I should do, even when um, the opinion of another person uh, was was offering pressure to, uh, to uh, make decisions that wouldn't have been in alignment for me. And what I began to see was how that, that dance, 
the dance between my perception of what I thought another person wanted or expected or um, maybe I felt a pressure of or felt an essence of control or, you know, uh, in whatever way that was, the way that it showed up for me. Um, And the ways that I navigated that and the ways that I found my own capacity to choose what is right for me, I I began to recognize that dance and how that was playing out. And what I was also noticing was that um, at this time right now, how there was kind of an echo of all of those experiences um, and the challenge of those experiences that was informing the ways that I was moving forward right now and the ways I was kind of holding myself back or pausing or in hesitation or in doubt. So the thing that um, I think is really important, you know, to have awareness around when it comes to change is that change, making changes for ourselves is really about coming into the place of being true to who we are and finding the courage to honor that. And it takes immense courage to to make change in our life. It takes immense courage to go in a direction that is not with the grain of society and societal expectations. And those often are met with a little bit of opposition. And when we meet those places of opposition, there are places to pause and kind of consider is, you know, and really listen to what is right within. But it's also a place to to gather up our courage within and really honor those past experiences and challenges, ways that we our concerned worry, in doubt, in fear, to honor all of that. And then to look within and really know the truth within that is calling us forward and to then take the leap into our own becoming, to make the changes that our soul is asking us to make, to allow our own expression to have new life, to breathe differently, in the world. Yeah, we are living in changing times. (laughs) I've said this a lot. Um, And changing times require us to change along the way. As we change, it creates space for others to change. It empowers others to make changes, to allow change to unfold. So I spoke earlier about how I really want to speak to the aspect of how do we support our friends as they experience change, as they are making changes in their own lives. Because I think one of the things that comes up, and actually, you know, it brings deep, deep sadness into my heart, um, is the ways that uh, we become or can become fearful or insecure when we recognize and witness friends and loved ones and people who are who hold an important role in our lives when we see them grow and change sometimes that can bring up our own fear 
and our own fear can um, can throw out an energy that just is not supportive. And gosh, I've seen this a couple times recently um, within within myself. Um, I've had uh, a couple experiences where um, friends and colleagues have thrown up, you know, stories of fear and doubt and given their opinions and feedback and um, suggestions that were not empowering or supportive, but were rather uh, really disempowering. And I've also, you know, been with a friend who is in the midst of change, like deep, deep, profound change. And, um, and who looked at me with really pure sense of awareness that, and this feeling of, I really don't, I really, she said, I really feel like people don't want me to grow. And I've heard this, I've said this, um, and I think this is one of the big challenges that shows up as we witness others on the cusp of growth, as we ourselves are on the cusp of growth. And sometimes that shows up in, in um, well-meaning ways. You know, I, I don't think anyone who has given me their opinion or feedback or um, suggestions has, was coming at me in a mean-spirited way, um, maybe unconsciously, but not consciously. Um, but their, their well-meaning suggestions um, weren't a match for me. And, and I think this is one of the things that we get to begin to witness for ourselves. When we think we have well-meaning advice or suggestions for someone, um, is it really a fit for them? Is it for them? Or is it actually something that maybe we need to listen to for ourselves? Does it feel in alignment for the path that they're taking? Can we actually feel the vibration of the path they're taking? Are we really attuned to the path that they're on? We all have individual journeys. And, um, you know, I think one of the things that's really challenging is that our well-meaning advice sometimes isn't um, actually isn't actually aligned. And, and that's okay. But we get to learn how to filter that. I think this is one of the biggest opportunities that we as friends, as peers, as colleagues, as brothers, as sisters, get an opportunity to begin to create awareness around. Was, was feedback asked for? Was an opinion asked for? Does it lift the person? Does what we are thinking or feeling, the thoughts or the ideas, does it lift them? Or does, is, it, is there an energy that will deflate them within it? And this is, this is us learning to be more sensitive with our words, with our own energy, with our own presence, with our own um, ways of showing up. How can we show up and, and really truly be present? One of the other things I have written down here um, about this is, becoming, beginning to create awareness around our own projections, 
our own jealousy, our own envy. One of the really cool things around like having and cultivating an awareness around the energy of jealousy and envy is that when we're aware of it, it's actually an incredible ally because what it's doing is it's awakening something within us and letting us see something that we're desiring. And most often, it's not that we're desiring what another person has or what another person is creating. There's an essence, there's an energy that's wanting to be cultivated within us, whether it's to be so aligned with what we're creating and experiencing in life, or whether it is to feel deep, deep joy or compassion or celebration or to arrive at a place of um, what we're perceiving as you know, a milestone of success and accomplishment. When we can recognize that little that little twinge or ping of, of envy or jealousy, it's an opportunity to look within and go, what, what is wanting to be, what change is my soul asking me to make? What is my soul wanting to create and experience differently? What is this little bit of energy inviting me to pay attention to? And the same is true with projections. I think very often we're not aware of our own projections. Um, I think this is, this is one of the the big things that shows up actually often with well-meaning advice or suggestions or feedback. Very often it's the feedback that, uh, needs to be heard by the giver for themselves. It needs to be received (laughs) by the giver (laughs) for themselves. And it's much less about the other person. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, I have a couple friends who will be in conversation and will be moving through things. And sometimes we cannot see something within ourselves until we see someone else kind of struggling with it or on the cusp of breaking through. And um, and so one of the beautiful things that uh, I think has unfolded in, in some of my relationships over the years is this awareness that, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to see it in, in my friend before I maybe see it in myself. And I might have the words to define or identify what's going on um, as I'm in conversation with the other person. And so we, 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 the, the friends that I'm thinking of, we have this kind of giggle because we, we do this with each other and we'll go, and I'm listening to myself as I'm saying this because I really need to hear this. <laughs> and and it's so true because very often when we give well-meaning advice to someone else it's actually what we need to hear for ourselves and if we really listen and receive it for ourselves oh my goodness that's where the magic happens uh-huh yeah yeah definitely so paying attention to some of those energies of projection, envy, jealousy, and what is it inviting us to see within ourselves? What is it that we're wanting to create? I also want to invite you to remember that as your friends, as your teachers, as your, your partners and allies and you know the people in your life grow and change, that is creating space for you to do the same. It is creating space for you to rise as well. You know, I think about the longstanding relationships that I have in my life, my marriage, my closest friends, 
And the reasons we have relationships that are so long standing is because we grow individually and together. And then we create space for each other to do that. And we celebrate each other's accomplishments. And we sit in the discomfort of the challenges that each other meet with love and compassion without trying to fix, just simply present. And this to me is um, a beautiful opportunity for us in, in the world right now. And this is, you know, something I really, really hope for, for each of you um, to recognize and celebrate within your own lives, the ways that you have learned to navigate change for yourself and within your relationships. I think years ago, um, I think this is one of the big pieces that popped up for me. And um, as I was doing my, my deep dive and cleanse, um, there, the, the theme back then was that, uh, you know, as you're changing, you just move forward on your own. But my goodness, let me tell you the, the, the relationships that have come with me along the way, mm, those are sweet. Those are the sweet places. And I think in this year of weaving sacred community, we are being presented with many opportunities to learn how to navigate our own personal growth and change and supporting others in really rising and doing this sacred dance together in coming closer through the process rather than further apart. This is not a time for, for becoming further apart. It is time to come together. This is going to look very different than maybe what we have set in our minds as ideals around um, what it means to have sacred community. Let yourself be delighted and surprised by the ways that it shows up. So circling back to that theme of navigating change, courageously navigating change, how do we do that? I have one of the things I want to invite you to do as we bring this conversation to a close today is to begin to really have awareness around what keeps you grounded. How do you feel grounded? The next thing is to begin to have awareness around what opens up your creative channels, what allows your creativity to be expressed and flow, what allows energy to flow for you. That may be movement, dance, maybe taking a, a, a bath, a salt bath, it may be going for a swim, it may be working out, it may be sinking into a bit of travel or movement. I made a list for myself here. Um, travel is definitely one of them. Just a, a little day trip. Oh my goodness, does that open up space for me? Creating some jewelry getting um, artistic in some way or another. Sometimes I need to just zone out and do a Netflix watch, a Netflix binge. Um, getting into nature really helps me to ground. The other piece I want to add here is leaning in for support from people who are able to hold your vision with you. This is really important, and it is important to be able to become discerning about who those people are. 
and how how that is really essential to bringing to life the changes you want to experience the the dreams that you hold into your heart in your heart this is an absolute game changer. <laughs> um, you know, I really, I started out this episode talking about my own shamanic mentor who um, really encouraged me to do a deep dive, to do a deep energetic cleanse. And, you know, the thing that's beautiful about having someone hold space for you and hold a vision with you is that they are going to be able to see the pieces that you cannot see for yourself. I think so often we think we are going to be able to see everything we need to for ourselves. And and th- there's yes and with that. Um, we can't always see everything clearly for ourselves. We cannot see where we get in, t- in our own way um, very often. And having... Uh, someone who can support us in getting out of our own way, in knowing where to dive in deeper and where to push ourselves into a place of expansion um, and and push, you know, being uh, a word of, there's many words we can use with that, right? Um, There are times to push and there are times to pause. And when we work with the right visionary, uh, that's, that's just an absolute game changer. All right, my sacred friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it inspired something for you. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a couple stars and a a favorable review. Share it with friends who you think will love it. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again next week as we talk about the spring equinox. And then as we near on episode 100, yes, I have some fun things planned. All right. So until then, have a beautiful week. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard and would love to hear more, subscribe. And you can help others find us by sharing. Give us a couple stars, write a review, and tell people you know who would love to listen. I wish you a beautiful day, my sacred friends. Shine brightly.